Hello and welcome to the Luscious Living Podcast. I'm your host, Celine Vilgen, holistic nutrition consultant and the founder of Luscious Living, where personal growth meets wellness. Ladies, we've heard that PMS is a feminine curse, and it's time to bust that myth. Did you know that your period is actually a sacred and beautiful time for you? It doesn't feel like that when you have symptoms of cramps, bloating, nausea, headaches, and more. And I'm here to tell you it does not have to be that way. Did you know that you can use nutrition to ease those symptoms? Did you know that you have four different phases of your menstrual cycle? Yes, you can learn to optimize each of these phases and really understand your body and understand why you're more motivated in some times of the month and more excited to work out or more wanting to stay in or you are just more intuitive in certain phases as well. Learn to understand your body, love yourself even more. This is all talked about in my best-selling book, The Painless Period Guide. Grab a copy for you and a friend. The link to purchase is in the description. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Luscious Living Podcast. Today, I want to talk to you all about the connection between hormones and nutritional deficiencies and hair loss because it's come to my attention that more and more women are experiencing some kind of whether it's hair loss, hair thinning, and it's concerning and it can be devastating, right? And so I want to look beyond the conventional solutions such as Rogaine, which has side effects, which again is understandable because you want to have a solution ASAP. We're also going to talk about labs to ask your doctor, what the hormone connections are, and the natural strategies to really um, support hair loss and hair thinning. And again, I'm always coming from a roots-based approach, and a lot of the time it comes down to, again, the hormone imbalances, nutritional deficiencies, maybe there is toxin overload, um, and really circulation challenges and and looking at Chinese medicine, there is also lack of um, like blood stagnation or not enough blood. And that's actually coming from iron typically. And there's a whole, there's a whole (laughs) more and more to that too, that we'll dive into. I actually have a, um, a whole episode on low thigh or low iron and what to do about it through natural solutions as well that I will link for you. So let's talk first about the conventional methods such as Rogaine. Um, Again, it doesn't address the root cause of hair loss and it can come with side effects and have, you know, hair growth in different colors and textures and unwanted hair to grow on your cheeks and forehead and uh, it's, you know, so... Of course, I want to go deeper into straightforward, simple strategies to stop thinning hair or losing hair that are natural. But first, we're going to go into the hormone imbalances and nutritional deficiencies, okay? And so um, this makes sense with the amount of women who are experiencing things like PCOS or fibroids 
or again, things like diabetes and metabolic syndrome, but also toxin exposure, thyroid challenges. So again, there is a major connection here. So the most common one I see is testosterone. Okay. And so this is really coming from women who have PCOS and know that they do. And then there's women who don't also know. And so that's one of the things to look for is you're going to notice hair thinning around the top of your head and it's from DHT, which is a potent form, a more potent form of testosterone. It's made from testosterone, but by a specific enzyme in the body. And when it's high, it has a weakening effect on hair follicles. And that's why some of the drugs that are marketed for hair loss block the conversion of testosterone to DHT. It's... um, concerning, I will say, but again, this is why you're here because you want to dig a little deeper. And so what causes high DHT is elevated insulin. Okay. And so, um, insulin is produced when there is an imbalance of blood sugar. This is why I talk about blood sugar so much, meaning, you know, we wake up in the morning and this is, okay, I'm just saying this because I used to do this as well. So I wake up in the morning and fast, again, causing blood sugar to dip. And then maybe you have a bagel or a piece of toast. Um, and then you raise blood sugar. And then I remember I would have, and of course, then it would dip back down, crash back down rather. That's when you feel hungry and tired. And then again, you go for, um, you know, a donut, a muffin, a granola bar, low fat products. And we're going to talk about that in a moment, like low fat, a skim milk latte. Then again, you're all day long, you're on this blood sugar roller coaster and your ovaries actually, which produce both estrogen and testosterone, um, produce excess testosterone when there is elevated blood sugar. Okay, and so again, this high insulin levels are telling the ovaries to make more testosterone, which when there's more testosterone, there's more DHT than needs needs to be, which then will create hair loss. Okay, so that's ding, ding, ding right there for anyone who is thinking, oh my gosh, okay, I have PCOS, and now this is starting to make sense. And then, of course, next is insulin imbalances. And... This is very similar to that first point, but it's it's one of the ma- insulin is one of the masters master hormones of the body. It's released every time we eat food, okay? But it's released in smaller amounts when we eat low glycemic foods such as vegetables, protein, let's say grass-fed beef, wild salmon, broccoli, zucchini, um, etc., okay? Versus insulin is going to spike when we have higher amounts in higher glycemic foods, such as food, uh, foods like, again, like a granola bar, a muffin, cereal, etc. And then when we eat too many of these high glycemic foods, low fiber foods for too long, plus stress, plus being sedentary, it creates an overload of insulin in the body, which then actually disrupts ovulation and then tells the ovaries to make more testosterone like we just talked about. Okay, so this is really, really important, and this is a big one. We're going to talk about how to reduce testosterone and reduce insulin in a moment. Of course, there's also post-pregnancy. 
Okay, so because during pregnancy the body has higher levels of, of progesterone and estrogen, um, there's something called uh, the, the fact that estrogen increases a hair's resting phase or the time, the length of time the hair stays on your head before falling out. Um, and then when estrogen drops after pregnancy, that hair that's been resting starts to shed. And so post-pregnancy, it is normal to experience temporary shedding uh, as well for a few months and then, you know, going back to a, a regular um, amount. Then, of course, we have thyroid. So the thyroid gland's role is to really regulate energy use and metabolism, so body functions, breathing, heart rate, body temperature, body weight, and hair growth. And when the thyroid is under stress or poorly nourished, the thyroid is going to be dependent on these optimal levels of vitamins and nutrients such as selenium and iodine. And if we don't have enough of those nutrients, it's going to stop paying as much attention and really stop producing the hormones that it needs for hair growth. Okay, so again, that is going to be testosterone, insulin, post-pregnancy, and thyroid, okay, for hormonal. Then when you want to look at blood testing, okay, this is going to be important that you might not need all of these, and this is why it's so helpful to work with a holistic practitioner um, like myself to really assist with, okay, what tests do I need? Because I'm going to give you a list of tests and some of that might be really, really important for you to take and some of it might not be, okay? So the very first one is CBC and ferritin. So these both screen for iron deficiency, this is really important. We need enough iron for hair growth, okay? If you are vegetarian or vegan and a runner on top of it, running on pavement, uh, you are likely going to be deficient in iron. Even if you uh, have irregular periods or heavy periods, this is going to be a big one. I do not recommend iron supplements, especially longer than three months, what I do recommend is, again, working with a practitioner to really understand why your body is not absorbing iron. You definitely need copper for iron absorption. You need to also consume vitamin C with iron. I would also consume iron in the form of nettle tea or dandelion tea as well. And you really want to make sure you have um, animal-based sources of iron because plant-based, actually, you need to eat a significant more amount of iron to achieve what you would with uh, grass-fed beef, for example, or lamb. Okay, so that's a really, really important one, is enough iron through blood labs. Next, for your thyroid, TSH, free T3, free T4, thyroid peroxidase, and reverse T3. These are all a part of the thyroid makeup. And please be an advocate if you ask your doctor for all of these and they tell you this is a lot, this is unnecessary, um, you have my permission <laughs> to, again, be an advocate and stand for yourself. Then we want to look at autoimmunity tests. So this is anti-nuclear anti antibody and the rheumatoid factor, okay, and really important for autoimmune conditions that can really reveal themselves with hair loss. 
Then we have a testosterone test, okay? So testosterone, free testosterone, and DHT. This is going to be important if you have PCOS or if you think you might have PCOS, okay? Genetically, if you are of Asian descent, you might have PCOS but have low uh, testosterone levels. Okay. So this is going to be custom to your needs and your makeup. Next, FSH, LH, estrogen, and progesterone. These are really the master hormones that regulate your cycle and are associated with PMS, regular or heavy periods. And again, this is just really important for your day-to-day. This is going to be important for your mood. This is going to be important for sleep, uh, which is all going to impact your other hormones as well. Then we want to look at cortisol, okay, Um, and see how your cortisol levels are as well, Uh, as well as 17-hydroxyprogesterone, okay? So that's also something important to look at to see where are your stress levels at, Next one is prolactin because elevated prolactin is going to increase testosterone. And as we noted, increased testosterone is going to increase DHT, which is then going to create a weakening of the hair follicle. Then you want to also include a CMP, the Comprehensive Metabolic Panel, good baseline test check, your liver function, kidney function, balance of electrolytes. This is something to do um, just uh, as a good general health checkup as well. Then the last two are your fasting insulin, fasting blood glucose, and hemoglobin A1c. These are screening labs for diabetes. And again, improper blood sugar regulation is going to impact your hormones, circulation to your scalp, as well as Again, hormone levels like testosterone. Now, the last one, I don't think that a conventional doctor's office will do this, um, but you can, you know, just simply Google someone who does this in your area, but heavy metal testing. So if you have silver fillings um, or you maybe, you know, I even think, you know, in California, the way that I remember reading an article a few years ago and just the water that was being used to um, water some of these plants like for crops had high levels of, I can't remember what um, heavy metal, but high levels of this heavy metal, which is concerning. And I think we all probably have heavy metals. Um, I personally really like to use chlorella and spirulina and an infrared sauna to detox. Um, But yeah, that you you might, you know, especially again, or maybe your mom had silver fillings. I know my mom did as well. That's also going to impact uh, your hair. And I do want to note, I have quite a few women who come to me and they say, okay, my labs say they're normal. I still am experiencing XYZ. I still don't feel good. Please know that there is so much variety to those lab tests. And 
it doesn't matter at the end of the day what the number says, as if you don't feel good, then you don't feel good, okay? And so this is beyond going beyond your lab work as well. And I either help women understand their lab work, by the way, or we don't even go, you know, I don't even have every woman take lab work because... So your body is showing you signs and symptoms anyway, and I don't want you to have to rely on these things, although they can be helpful in some in some instances. Okay, so now we're going to talk about natural strategies to really, really work on hair loss and hair thinning. Okay, so here are my top suggestions. If you suspect that testosterone is imbalanced, Again, it's going to be because of too much insulin. So what you can do to help keep blood sugar steady is having breakfast within 30 to 60 minutes upon waking. And if you don't feel hungry at this time, I would really, again, encourage you to work with myself to support your metabolism and make sure that you are eating uh, around that time and getting hungry around that time. And then when you do have breakfast, I want you to have a high-protein, savory meal rather than sweet. So we're not having cereal or even a bagel um, or instant oats or something like that. We really want to have, whether it's a protein smoothie, um, three-egg vegetable omelet, um, it might be avocado toast with gluten-free bread, but again, you want to have a lot of fiber and protein in there as well. So that could look like avocado topped with hemp hearts and two eggs and maybe tomato. And then maybe you have some, you know, sliced vegetables or fruits with it as well. Okay. Or a smoothie. Then you also want to avoid low fat foods because if you compare the sugar, if you look at the sugar inside of low-fat foods, such as low-fat sour cream or cheese or milk or yogurt, you will see there is an explosion of sugar because when you take away the fat, it's going to, or this product is going to taste like crap. So they add in sugar to make sure the taste is better. You want to have the whole version of all the foods, even and especially if you're trying to release weight. On that note, you want to make your homemade pasta sauces and salad dressings and consider even making your own bread. Because when you look at the ingredient list of these foods, they are loaded with sugar. It's crazy. All you need for salad dressing is olive oil, lemon juice, salt, pepper, and some fresh herbs. You want to make other salad dressings, you absolutely can. It's, it goes, you know, you can make creamy ones, avocado dressings, and miso based dressings. You do not need the sugary, like preservative laden dressings. I will say that. Um, you will thank yourself because it'll just taste so good when you make it at home, too. And same with bread. You can just get a bread maker, for example. Um, I've been really getting into bread this past year, even though I know that was more popular during the the in 2020. But um, I have some beautiful flour that I have been making focaccia bread, bagels, and baguette. I still do. I notice I've been. Um, this is a total side note, but um, I made some baguettes this past week and ate it all this past week, and I got a pimple on my forehead, and I know it's from me and. Me and gluten. Me and my friend gluten. All right, moving on. As well as uh, consuming plain yogurt instead of uh, fruit yogurt. You can always get plain yogurt and then top it with berries and honey if you like. 
And then again, making sure you consume protein with each meal. So this could look like chickpeas, it can look like beans, it can look like chicken, tuna, etc. Just make sure you include that protein. And then when you do have your favorite desserts, because come on, life is amazing with desserts, um, have, you know, have a whole food version. Have avocado, cacao, maple syrup, mousse, or black bean brownies, or cassava flour chocolate chip cookies instead of, you know, um, what you have at Starbucks, for example. Or I remember I used to get uh, cookies every single time when I would go to Subway. You know, I just make cookies at home and do not feel the need to get them elsewhere. And I always know I don't feel as good after. All right. Now we're going to talk about, uh, go deeper and talk about correcting nutritional deficiencies. I'm going to talk about the different nutrients that are involved and with, with hair growth. Okay. So first and foremost is B vitamins. So as they improve circulation and therefore increase blood flow to the scalp. There has been a craze with biotin, which is vitamin B7, but B vitamins are competitive with each other. Okay, so when you have more B7, it's actually going to crowd out the other vitamins, which are needed for energy and hormone balance. So you don't want to do a biotin, unfortunately. Okay, so just having a whole foods diet is going to give you enough vitamin B vitamins. Iron. I'm going to link the low iron episode below for you. It is very important that you listen to it if you have low iron. Okay, so you are going to need more iron in your diet and you're also going to need to work on gut health. And you want to, if you have a lot of beans, I want you to soak them. Okay, so you can look up a seed soaking chart and make sure you soak your beans before you cook them and eat them. And again, that's going to be dried. Next, magnesium. Magnesium is my favorite micronutrient. It has over 300 functions in the body. It helps with healthier hair follicles and helps calm your nervous system, which again is going to really help because stress is really the number one thing that we haven't talked about that is going to impact your hair. Think about it. When you are also stressed, your insulin goes up. Okay, so sometimes when people say, oh my God, I just gain weight by looking at cake. Well, that's stressful. <laughs> and so you probably do. Or when you're stressed out, you want to eat something sweet to calm down your nerves, right? So there is that. Next is, oh, and then actually I want to say a note about magnesium. Try to get it on the skin. So through a lotion or a spray, Otherwise, uh, magnesium bicalcinate is going to be your next best bet through a whole foods version. Okay, really important to have a good, high quality magnesium supplement. Feel free to reach out for any recommendations here. Next, you want to have omega threes. They give you a shinier hair and healthier follicle growth. You can get omega threes through walnuts and salmon, but I also recommend a supplement. Next is zinc. I don't think zinc gets enough credit, but it should because it's incredible for so many reasons, but also for hair health. Okay, it's also it's been shown to help speed up the recovery for damaged follicles. Pumpkin seeds and oysters are great sources of zinc. Next, vitamin D. 
Research suggests that having adequate vitamin D levels are critical for thyroid function, immune system function, hormone balance, and hair follicle health. Very important. So having, without sunscreen, at least 20 minutes per day. If that is not possible, a high-quality vitamin D supplement is critical, but again, you need to have magnesium to have it be absorbed properly. Then, of course, for the thyroid, you want to have iodine, which is in Celtic sea salt, and selenium, which is in Brazil nuts, okay? Actually, another great way to have more iodine is through seaweed, so kelp, nori, RMA, or rame, I never know how to pronounce it, but you can add this to your soups and stews. It's going to be nice and salty and beautiful for your thyroid. Next, adaptogenic herbs, okay? So this is going to be different for uh, your goals and if you're taking any medication, but uh, some ones you can look at are things like lemon balm, okay? Rhodiola, ashwagandha, uh, reishi mushroom is my favorite, you know, those are going to be really, really important along with things, you know, practices like yoga, meditation, journaling. And this is always something that I am working on is really cultivating my inner calm. So um, I have I have a lot of suggestions here if you want any uh, me to go further on that. Next is you really want to make sure gut health is in check. Okay, so this is a whole podcast episode of its own, so I'm not going to go into it in depth. But if you're getting things like heartburn, GERD, acid reflux, etc., you want to make sure that you increase your stomach acid because if not, you're not going to kill off bacteria and viruses that enter the stomach, but you're also not going to be absorbing these beautiful vitamins and minerals that you're eating. So I recommend a, you know, apple cider vinegar with the mother, one to two teaspoons before a meal. Or a hydrochloric acid supplement, I would make sure you check in with a practitioner for that. And that's going to really help as well. Next is to, and this is more leaning into a um, Chinese medicine approach, but looking into blood nourishing foods. Okay, and that's really, you know, in Western medicine, that's looking again at iron but foods like red dates and longan, okay, you can get these dried um, and add them to tea, as well as kidney nourishing foods, which is in Chinese medicine really the seat of where fear is as well, or your life energy. Um, and again, it makes sense because the adrenals, adrenal glands, um, which produce cortisol, your survival hormones, sit on top of the kidneys. And so you can have kidney nourishing foods like black sesame, black wheat, black beans, and black fungus. No, black fungus is not really common in the Western diet. You can get this in stores such as TNT or your local uh, shop that has Asian food products. Um, and add this to a miso soup, for example, as well. Or you can stick to black beans and black sesame seeds as well. So if you have any questions about this, please let me know. Please let me know if this has been helpful as well. And if you listen to this and you would love to receive a meal guide that is going to be supportive of your hair growth, let me know and I will make that happen. Okay, so ask and you shall receive. 
So what we talked about today is really looking at the hormone connections to hair loss and hair thinning, the labs to ask your doctor, as well as natural strategies to heal hair loss and hair thinning. I, again, hope this was helpful for you. Thank you so much for listening. And I also want to let you know that on November 26th, 2022, I will be delivering a workshop called The Radiant Woman. And this is really about becoming the most radiant, magnetic, confident version of yourself. So if you've been really wanting to explore your feminine energy, but also your goals and what it takes to achieve them, tapping into all of your energies in that way, your masculine feminine energy, but also on a physical level, how do you get glowing hair and skin? What are the best practices, the herbs, the rituals, the foods to become this beautiful, confident woman that you know that you are, especially when you've been feeling anxious and maybe unattractive, maybe bloated, maybe disconnected then this is definitely for you. And this is for all ages. This is for, you know, whether you are a beginner with your health journey or you're a seasoned enthusiast, this is for you. So I will link that for you below. You can watch the event in person in Calgary or online. I highly recommend attending. It's $25 to invest in yourself for all of this information. Plus, you will receive a five-day meal guide to really tap into this beautiful energy as well as a a guided visualization slash worksheet exercise as well to become the woman of your dreams. So you're going to get all of that plus a live workshop for $25. Please be sure to share that event with a friend, buy a ticket for a friend as the holidays are coming up. And I'm so excited to serve you and see you then. Thanks for tuning in and see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please give the show a five-star review if you feel like you learned something new today. All of the mentioned links will be in the show notes. And also, are we connected on Instagram? Find me over at underscore luscious living underscore and come say hi. See you next episode.